Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching you at Options. Uh, this episode, I have John Garrison from the Chicago band Cali Masi. Um, they have a new record out on Take This to Heart Records called uh, uh, Laughs. It's great. Go listen to it. I enjoyed it. Um, go check out Cali Masi on uh, Instagram at Cali Masi Band. Uh, go check out John Garrison's art. Um, uh, it's great. Uh, yeah, go check out you at options at you at options on on social media. Um, go check out some merch uh, at www.handsomescoundrels.com/shop. Uh, there's some you at options uh, shirts on there. Yeah, just thank you for listening. It means so much. Do, do people watch this on YouTube? I think so. I don't know. I see all the like, see? I see all the important people that have podcasts have video versions. So I know I listen, I listen to a lot that obviously like will like require um, you to be watching it, but, but I'll like listen to it while I'm working, like uh, the Tom Segura one, and right. will like play, play videos on it, but I can't watch it. So I just, I just hear these clips of like ridiculous people. Um, like <laughs> while I'm working and I, and I, I don't know what any, any of the videos are and I, it's not like I go home and then I like watch the whole two hour episode on, on YouTube again, but right. I'm there, I'm there for the audio. Have you, have you ever watched one of their live things? No. Uh, I, uh, we were, someone just showed me one of like someone shitting or like someone like making like a poop stew or something. Yeah. From, uh, your mom's house live. It's but. it's too. Ex- I used to listen. I used to listen to them a lot, but it got too extreme. Where I'm just like, like faces yeah. faces of death, like uh, level of uh, this guy's gonna. I don't know. Like you said, make a poop stew. I kind of. I don't. I like that. I kind of like the shock value. <laughs> Were you into that growing up? Like Rotten.com. Rotten.com. Yeah. Uh, no, but you know, like Jackass and like mm. stuff like that. Yeah. So like nothing, I can't do like genital mutilation. Um, <laughs> no, hell no. <clears throat> or anything like that. That, that, that screws me up. But I totally Good. remember like going into the Apple store um, and like turning on cake farts and, <laughs> and, then, right. and then walking out. <laughs> do you remember that one where the woman just like sits in it? Uh, yes. cake and it starts farting. It's disgusting. Mm. Yeah, but, dude, I grew up with in the shock porn era. Yeah. Yeah, but John, thank you for joining me. We had to reschedule. Yes, thank you. Thank uh, you for having me. Thank you for responding to a DM from a stranger to see if uh, you wanted to do an episode. Oh, man, I, you know, I I know, I know y'all's band, or I at least heard of y'all's band, you know, from, you know, fest circles and stuff like that, so... Word, word. I need, if if I looked at your page and I was like, oh, this guy isn't a general mutilation, then I would have been like, okay, I don't know if this is yeah, my guy. So if, if I if I was into it, you, you wow, dude, you wouldn't talk to me. If, if Sorry, I man. I might have been hesitant to be like, oh, hmm, I don't know. But uh, yeah, you guys, you guys were just on tour. In we in, were we got uh, home a week ago. What, uh, what UK and Europe? Yeah, we flew into uh, Germany, did some Europe shows, and then uh, took the little underground train to uh, uh, UK. Did a week there, and then the rest of it got canceled. So we never went. We were supposed to go back to uh, Europe and do a bunch, like six more shows in Germany, and then Germany like totally shut down. 
Uh, damn. So, yeah, we had to uh, figure out flights and shit like that. Fuck. Well, yeah, how, it sucked. How were the the actual shows? Was was a good response? Yeah, they're they're really fun. They're cool. It was the second time we've been to Europe. Um, people are really nice. It was like we had uh, like the, it was like the third iteration of that tour. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to do it in like fall of 2019 or 2020 and then booked and then COVID and then booked it again and then again. And then we were just like, we just have to do it. We just got to do it. Not, not even like a, <clears throat> like a get it over with type of thing. Like we all wanted to do it, but we were like, man, this has been like two years in the making. It's right. just like th- three weeks of shows. Um, and so we just, uh, a couple of months before we left, we, kind of met up and we're like uh so should we do it and uh we should decide now if we're gonna cancel it or postpone it for the third time and we were just like fuck it let's let's just do it it might be great it might be like the first time that um european and uk folks are seeing like an american band and so it might all come out and yeah a lot a lot of people came out did you did you get that response from people saying like this is the first US yeah, it was band. a lot of people's first shows. Or just shows, or, yeah. Uh, I would assume. I mean, I, like, keep track of, like, touring bands a lot and, like, tour posters that go up, and I hadn't seen, uh, like, any other, any other American people come over except for, like, like a little festival or something, but not, like, club shows, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. What was... Uh, what was so where else did y'all play in Europe? Just Germany or? Uh, yeah, Ger- uh, Germany, uh, Switzerland. We did our first show in Italy. Um, Netherlands, Arnhem. I don't know. There are so many cities <laughs> up there. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know all the cities. But yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Switzerland, Germany, Italy, Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, might be forgetting one. And then uh, UK. Because uh, Brexit, it's all it's all different things, right? It's all uh, UK and Europe are di- totally different things now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What uh? So you guys put out laughs. When did when did that come out? Your your March. newest full length in March. Yeah. What, uh, so was did y'all play fest this year? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. Was that y'all's yeah. first shows back? Mm-hmm. We did uh, a record release show in Chicago in August, uh, a show in Milwaukee the night after that, and mm-hmm. then uh, one other show in Chicago, and then we did a week-long tour with Pet Symmetry and Rap Boys down to Fest. Oh, yeah. And that was like our first kind of tour. Even It was like, I don't know, a week, Nashville, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, down to Florida. Damn, How, it was a weird fest. Did you did you go this year? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Word. Yeah, it was weird. I probably walked past you or something. <laughs> probably. <clears throat> you know, it's just bearded, bearded white dudes. You know, it's oh sh- yeah, ships in the night. You know, uh, <laughs> ships uh, in the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did y'all have laughs ready uh, pre-pandemic, or was that like you got that finished up during? covid and all that all that we uh we we finished recording it um like the beginning of march Mm. or like what what am i talking about uh yeah i think beginning of march um and then drove home we recorded in massachusetts drove home had uh one band practice and then yeah everything kind of went to shit Mm. so there was it was nice because the the record was done so we were able like all the kind of stuff like with picking artwork and picking track listing and doing all like the the mix notes and stuff like that um like we just did through zoom and okay. through facetime and stuff so that's that's all stuff that it kind of like worked out well in the sense that we all didn't have to be in the same room we could all like be at our separate apartments listening to the mixes taking notes and then like having a chat that night about it and then like kind of repeating that for as much as we needed yeah 
Mm. Did y'all use the same place to record um, laughs that you used for a wind instrument? <laughs> no, we recorded a wind instrument at Atlas Studios in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, by our friend Jay Moss, who uh, engineered it, and he lives in Massachusetts. He flew out for the first record. Uh, we didn't re- know him before mm-hmm. that, and then uh, all became friends, recorded the first record, and then three years later, we drove out. He has a really cool home studio situation. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, yeah, we drove out to his place and stayed at his house for a couple weeks and um, recorded the new one there. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. It's, it's then, sound, uh, it sounds sick. Yeah. Came home, had to cancel like a little <laughs> tour up to Pusa Fest. You know that festival in Montreal? It's yeah. kind of like the Canadian Canadian Fest. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got an episode with Guillaume that needs to come out. Yeah, so, <laughs> it'll come out yeah. at some point. <laughs> He's cool. We met him on like one of our very first East Coast tours in like 2014. Yeah. In like a little basement venue in New Jersey. And then it's kind of weird, like how those people just kind of like, man, we, we, we met a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> like he was touring with Lost Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, he's a nice, nice dude. I think I met him at a fest like 16 or 15 or 17, one of those. But uh, yeah. it's always cool meeting people from different, mm-hmm. different countries and, different parts of even the U S you know, are you uh, good at making friends at shows and I think music festivals and stuff? I think so. I get a little lubricated and I'm yeah, that helps party with people. I'm like, uh, I got bad anxiety. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm there. I might as well shoot my shot. Yeah. You know, first, so, yeah, I mean, every, everyone kind of has something in common, usually at a show or a festival. Yeah. Uh, do you, are you able to <laughs> make friends at shows easily? Uh, I I wish I was better at it. Um, like, having a beer definitely does help. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't have a beer until after, or like while we're playing. Right. Or like right before we're playing or while we're playing. Because... Um, playing drums is like the last thing that you can do like like too drunk <laughs> um so then like the whole and and you like you know shows like it might be like five or six hours until you play so you're kind of sitting there and like you know right thanks sober which is which is cool and I've, I've still met a lot of people like before we play but oh yeah usually the, the thing in the back of my head is like i'm playing a show tonight and um I'm the loudest instrument and I can't fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's well, like before you play a show, uh, it's like, there's a lot of anxiety of like, I've got a like you're just saying like, I've got a thing to do. So that's kind of what yeah. I'm focused in on right now. I'm not trying to like have these, these, uh, these, uh, life changing conversations with people before I got to mm-hmm. play my set. Yeah, I've had them. They they come naturally, you know. But right. it's like uh, I'm not always like the best uh, conversationalist, like especially before we play, because I'm just thinking like either I'm thinking about like merch, thinking about setting up my kit, like mm-hmm. like the the whole um, fest can be kind of stressful. Uh, music festivals or just I guess any show really can be kind of stressful because like the band before us will play and then we have like 15 20 15 minutes, minutes to yeah. set up and a lot of times it's a drum kit that i've never used mm. before with hardware that that i've never used do you what instrument do you play i play bass yeah okay word and uh a lot of the times like we play this 1 a.m show um on saturday night at fest and we had 15 minutes to set up and I right when the band before us finished, I jumped behind the kit and just like things were breaking. Uh, <laughs> Hi hat clutch didn't exist. Yeah. I had to go find that. I had to, I had to move everything around. Like the drummer before me, just like totally different adjustments, you know, like different 
floor tom height, different snare height. Uh, they were left-handed. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like kind of rushed and like just kind of stressed out. I don't want to be like the last one in the band. Like everyone like, hey, let's go. We're supposed right. to start five minutes ago. Come on, stop uh, trying to figure out the right height of your crash symbol. Yeah, prima donna. You know? Yeah, jeez. Like, <laughs> like I want, I, I want the kid, if I'm going to sit here for at least a half hour, I want like to know where things are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess my point is that I, yeah, I, I definitely, before shows, I'm, I'm always thinking about something and uh, not always good at uh, making friends <laughs> and trying to be better at that. My, my instinct is always to just be like, oh, this person is talking to me and before I want to leave, before they think that I'm weird and awkward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before I uh, uh, cause some awkward silence or I say something stupid, yeah. um, my first instinct is like, how, how do I get out of this, right. from this conversation? Like, And then that probably like comes across as rude or like space casey you know so I, i've been i've been trying to work on that <laughs> i'm sure i'm man i'm sure i'm sure it's all good you know yeah usually you know you're like uh you think the worst you know then that person might just be like oh whatever that's yeah john's got john's you know going to do something yeah <laughs> sometimes i have nothing to do i just need to go like uh uh charge my phone for a minute or something mm-hmm. fucking stupid but yeah after the show if i i mean i'm like feeling good and f- like huge load off my shoulders that right the, the, that is done and i can have a beer and kind of relax um and that's cool sometimes unfortunately that's when people are leaving though if we're the last band on the gig yeah. <laughs> and everyone's gone and i'm like all right well more stuff i gotta do <laughs> do you uh do you sell the merch uh, we kind of just switch off. Like yeah. if we're touring, we'll we'll bring a friend who mm. will whose main job is usually to sell merch, and that's kind of nice. I do like it because it like I'm not like I said I'm not good at just like standing there and like talking. Mm. So it does like I like having some kind of like icebreaker. Yeah, yeah, productive goal, just like something I'm doing with my hands or something. Like oh yeah, focus on you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You you talking about like uh, kind of awkward interactions? I I remember at this uh, at the most recent fest, I had like one of my most awkward interactions after a set that I had had or like seeing a set in a while, and it was okay. we went and saw Chinese telephones at uh, uh, Palomino uh, Boca mm-hmm. out back, and I was a little. I was feeling good already. I was, I'd had some beers that day, you know? And, uh, I saw a guy and I was like, okay, this guy was just playing with Chinese telephones. I went up to him. I was like, great set. And he was like, what do you, I didn't play. Uh, And I was like, all right, I'll see you. (laughs) Did he, uh, was he a bearded white dude? He was like an old, he was a guy that you would think was in, he looked like one of the guys in Chinese telephones. I swear. Okay. Yeah, that's whatever, dude. He, uh, his fault for uh, I know, standing, man. standing around the stage looking like the band. I know, dude. Where, where? I don't know. Where? Uh, uh, where? Stand out somehow. You know, you can't. You can't <laughs> look like you fit in the band. I don't know where. Wearing some type of Dick Tracy suit or something. Yeah. Something loud. Did you play fest? Yeah, we uh, we played at the. place it's the newest place the outside one no it's right across boxes boxes lounge Lounge. yeah Yeah, that's where our 1 a.m set was yeah yeah so we played there yeah word yeah were you the band right before us on saturday night at like midnight we were at we played saturday at like nine drummer that stole the high hat clutch no, that wasn't me. It I was, was fucking looking it for. was me, John. It was me the whole time. <laughs> oh, stress me out. But no one cares. I'm just like in the dark, like keeping a beat. Like no one's like worried about like no one's like watching. No one cares. That's that's yep. that's when you get the you you hit the 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 trigger for the backing track that that you mm-hmm. guys have. Yeah. Yeah, and I can go to the bathroom. <laughs> I would fucking love that. We this uh the Europe tour we just did was we 
Well, so last time we did Europe, we would play in Germany and all the Germans would be like, why do you only play a half hour? Uh, and we'd be like, I, I don't know. I, we didn't want to like, yeah. bother you. And um, so we played like a 50 minute set, which is very normal for like a quote unquote uh, headlining band. Right. Yes. I mean, these were just small little clubs, but we were the touring the last band. We were playing 50 minute sets and um it was kind of the first time we've done that consistently like and it was pretty fun but a couple nights i had to be like speaking of drinking beer like i had to like run off stage because i had to pee so bad (laughs) like so i couldn't drink a beer before we played because then halfway through the set i'll be like uh or if i can't break the seal at least before we play because then it's like I just have to pee the rest of the rest of the Jeez, <laughs> so, yeah. Geez, yeah. I'll, I'll wait. I'll have to wait till afterwards to um, have a beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the the thirty minute set is like the 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 sweet spot of like not boring people and just enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was yeah exactly. So, uh, would you guys prefer to do fifty minutes or, or thirty minutes? Uh, it was cool with 50 because we could play like, I think we played every song off the new record and, mm. you know, uh, some shows there are a couple of people that like knew all the words and that was like really cool That's to see. Sick. So, uh, I hope that we played a song that they were stoked on, you yeah. know, it was nice to not have to really cut anything too significant. Like to, or like songs, like man, I wish we could play that, but that means we can't play that one, which means we can't play that one. You know, you kind of go on and on uh, with it. So we got to, we got to play all the new songs, and um, you know, if anyone was uh, a fan, they probably got to see uh, a song they liked. So hell yeah, yeah, it was fun. Good. I mean, when I go see bands, I'd be pretty bummed out if they played only a half hour. If yeah, someone I really liked for sure. Yeah. Is uh is is there a bigger band that comes to memory that a show you went to, you're like, man, they should have played more. Uh, I remember when I saw Against Me in like high school, um, it flew by. It was probably an hour, maybe a little bit less to be honest, mm-hmm. and it flew by. And I was like, well, wait, there's still so many songs that so I want to hear. Yeah. It's like that's it. I've been waiting two months for this show and that's all that's all they play. But I get it. Mm. What about you? Um, I remember I went and saw, I went and saw AFI like 10 years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And they, they played for like 30 minutes. Uh, and I was like, "Damn, were they headlining?" No, I forgot who they're. They're supporting somebody. Okay. Yeah. So this, like before they were giant, maybe. I guess. Yeah, it must have been right before they exploded. I can't remember if it was like December Underground. I don't know if you're an AFI. Not person. I don't. I don't, I don't know them too much. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I know. I know those early records a lot. Those, um, like. Um, like those early fast kind of punk ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I like those. The, I want to get a Mohawk, but <laughs> my mom won't let me. That's right. I like that one. Uh, Single second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. I know what's up. Uh, you know. I just, I just noticed uh, your gummo shirt or your oh, gummo yeah. hoodie. My, my gummo hoodie. I, I just noticed your uh, Prince. <laughs> shirt. Thanks man. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of see it there. Yeah. Uh, so you're, Dude, I- Oh, I was just going to say, I remember, I saw the hives at riot fest once and they came out late. I, f- I feel like they only had like maybe 45 minutes to play. They came out late because they were having like sound issues. And then, um, that song tick, tick, boom, they, drew, they, uh, they drew that out like right. the beginning or like the bridge or whatever. They like did this whole thing where everyone sits on the ground and like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I think they played like five or six songs and I, like, it's like you guys flew to flew here from Sweden 
with all of like your suits and all of like your uh, back line and like the rest of the crew to they're, play five, six songs. They're ninja guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're little ninja guys and they have so many good songs and they just played like a, a couple of like the new ones that I didn't know too well. And yeah. then like, hate to say I told you so and main offender or something. And then it's like, okay, yeah. that's it. See ya. Like, fuck. Yeah. That's, that's the, I guess the double-edged sword of going to like a, a bigger festival where it's like you get to see a band that you probably wouldn't see you know, just touring around, mm-hmm. but they're only going to play for, you know, they only got so much time and, yeah. you know, they only have a, a small window to where if they go, go on late, then they've got like whatever, 20 minutes to play. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, you're also a, uh, illustrator. Is that the right term? Yeah. Uh, yep. drawing stuff <laughs> is, drawing is a, it's a fancy word for I draw pictures I, I was looking through your art website or your portfolio whatever you oh, want to call right. it and uh, w- uh, how long have you been you've probably been doing art for like your whole life right uh, yeah um, first and one of the only things I was good at growing up and um <laughs> just got like a lot of encouragement right from my parents you know they'd take me to art classes and like kind of support that i wasn't doing sports or really Mm -hmm. doing uh much of anything else so yeah um yeah just kind of came naturally like like doing that Mm. yeah the uh yeah i was looking at like some of the the names of the like the Atlantic and stuff like that. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I was, I was going through a phase, uh, of doing a bunch of editorial illustration for, yeah. uh, people like that. Uh, it hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they are. I don't know. They, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it was, um, I think when I got out of college, I kind of had like a fire lit under me. Yeah to like go out and like really like beg people to hire me for illustration gigs. Yeah. Which is what I did. I'd, I'd uh, send like hundreds and hundreds of postcards with my info on them. I just spend hours like collecting like addresses and art director emails of, you know, places like the Atlantic and um, magazines like that. And just like shoot my shot and be like, Hey, hit me up if you need art. And, uh, Every once in a while, they'd get back to me. So I did some cool stuff with that. But lately, I just have not felt like um, <clears throat> sitting down and just cold emailing people. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, yeah, done it so much. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll another fire will, like will be lit under me to do that. Like I think just been doing like a lot of Kali Masi stuff um, this past couple of years and like i just yeah i just don't feel like sitting inside by myself sending emails and like begging begging art directors to hire me yeah <laughs> whatever yeah that's uh yeah that sounds just like kind of uh doing music stuff where you're just cold messaging people and yeah mm. shooting your shot yeah uh oh, yeah i'll i'll do it again I like, I like doing editorial illustration. Um, a lot of the people, a lot of the, like the people that used to hire me just don't work for whatever publication that they, uh, used to work for. Yeah. Um, and so I don't, I don't even know like who like current art directors are or like, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. That's a, yeah, that's a whole different world than, than I know. Uh, do you, you, do you do artwork or anything? Just if you can, if you consider, you know, spoken art, a thing, which is what I'm doing right now. Okay. Podcasting. (laughs) I think it's, uh, I think it's a spoken art. Is that what you mean? Podcasting? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I'm I think just joking. Fucking... <laughs> uh, I yeah. think it's an art, dude. Uh, well, You're like the only one that can 
give off the vibes that you do and ask Ooh, the questions that damn i think you got a unique thing thanks john i appreciate that yeah i'm, I'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping i can get a hold of a spacex person and like they can shoot a usb with like a bunch of my episodes into space like you know they have like uh they shot out uh like an elvis record into space on a satellite in I, case I aliens find that. it Okay, they want you want to do that with your podcast yeah, episodes yeah. in case aliens in case aliens are out there. So then the aliens will listen and be like, be like, I, so I guess everyone goes to the fest in Florida. Yes. That's a huge thing within mm-hmm. uh, humanity. Mm, yeah, it must be it must be a thing that they uh, every human loves to do. Right. Is go to the fest in Gainesville, Florida. So there, there we know if like if now there's like an influx of like, if there's like 500,000 people at the next fest, yeah, we know that most <laughs> of those are, are extraterrestrial. John Garrison from Kalimasi is so famous. He's the first human we found out about. Yeah. If, <laughs> this guy on the phone, fuck the president. If, <laughs> if, if you're getting hi-hat clamps just from so many different people, you know, you know what's up. Yes, dude. Drummers will become the most important world leaders, lead singers. Nobody cares about them anymore. So uh, it's drummers, dude. Mm. Drummer problems. Do you uh, do you think uh, Lars Ulrich would be the the Earth um, representative if drummers were the? Uh, he would probably he would probably uh, want to. Mm. I think I didn't um, I didn't know much about Lars um, until I never really got into Metallica but then they played a show in Chicago like a month ago at the Metro I'm sure you heard about that oh yeah yeah. all over the internet I was gonna work it but I had broken my toe or like fractured my toe a couple days before Um, Anthony from Kalimasi plays bass in Kalimasi works at Metro um, so he was like, we, there's like a secret show on Monday. Um, and I need like a bunch of dudes to work it. Um, cause they, it's gonna, it's a big deal. Lots of gear to be moved up and down the stairs. And I was like, I'm down. But he couldn't um, tell you, he just said secret show. He couldn't be like, he didn't even know. Oh, oh, okay. Damn. He didn't even know. I guess like one or two people at Metro knew, um, but then I think a few days before that, Metallica did like a secret show in California or something. So I, then everyone kind of made the connection. Like, oh, I think it's probably going to be Metallica. Uh, what was I getting at with this? I'm sorry. Um, oh, the point is, I was like, okay, they, I guess Metallica is a really big deal. Uh, so then I watched the documentary and the... Uh, Some kind of monster. Yes, I watched that shit. And I was like, wow, Lars, chill out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Relax, my guy. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's weird. It's like, uh, you know, being in a band is being in a relationship, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I, the idea of them, like, doing therapy together is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um and I like seeing them. I like seeing like the like inner workings of it all of like a a giant band like that. But yeah. it's just funny because it's like uh, I get maybe he has like a Napoleon complex or like a, <laughs> some kind of narcissism issue, and it's like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was uh? So who got you into into drumming then? Um. Who's a drumming influence for you? Uh, so in elementary school, you can pick an instrument. Right. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing percussion because that's right. the closest the coolest, yeah. the, the coolest, the closest thing to a rock band right. that, that I could involve myself in. Um, yeah, I don't know. My brother played guitar. Um, he was a really good, my older brother, he's a really good guitar player. And I think for a second I picked up his guitar and was like, tried to learn a song. And I was like, fuck this. I don't care. Everybody plays guitar. Everyone does that. I don't care. Um, 
and drums are just like we're we're so cool like just like the sound of like the snare like the snappiness of the snare and like mm-hmm. the hi-hat and like it just it's still like one of the coolest sounds in the world to me right. um so I, I just kind of immediately gravitated towards that and like my brother played in bands and started bands and i was like uh influenced by him and i was like all right he'll be the guitar player i'll be the drummer in the family and yeah Yep, yep. <laughs> so you've been playing drums since elementary school? Yeah, I mean, it's percussion and like, concert band, fourth, fifth grade. And then uh, all, my, all my friends got drum sets. Right. And I kept begging my parents for a drum set. But they were like, um, they were kind of smart in the sense that they didn't want to just buy me shit because I wanted it that year. They are right. like, okay, if, if we're going to drop 700 bucks on a drum set, you know, it has to be something you stick to. Yeah. Um, so they eventually got me one for Christmas. Um, and then I just immediately started like trying to start bands with my friends and joined like jazz band and concert band and all that stuff. Yeah. But deep down inside, I just kind of wanted to play uh, rock music. <laughs> so, so like your teenage years, I, since then, have you always been in punk bands? uh kind of like mm, mm, i had I had a group of friends that were all kind of musical dudes kind of troublemaker mm. type um musical guys and like because the high school is so small it would be like it was just like the the guys that were like into music so that could be like uh metal punk indie whatever like we all just kind of hung out because it was like we all liked to drink and liked music enough so right. um if one of my friends was like in like an americana phase i would i would drum for him <laughs> if one of my friends was in like a math rock phase i would i would do that or if one of them was in a in like an animal collective phase i would <laughs> i would like drum drum for that and that's all stuff i really like so um, not necessarily like just punk, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, when when uh, Colin Mossy first started, um, uh, we were called the Hall, and Sam, our lead singer, invited me over and showed me this riff to one of our first songs off one of our first EPs called Tremors. It was like da 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 da. And I was like, cool, rock and roll. We're going to be a rock and roll band. Yeah. Just because of that riff, I thought it was just like a, like kind of a white stripesy type riff. And I was like, this is is perfect. Um, But then things just kind of changed and uh, still don't know what genre we are. So, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, um, do you know Ways Away? Uh, Is that a band? Yeah. No, I don't. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. But uh yeah, y'all sound like them a lot to me. And whenever I was listening through y'all's uh albums on Spotify, that was one of the first bands I played after y'all. So I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Uh yeah. Uh <laughs> people people tell us like all these different things of what we sound like and uh a lot of times it's bands that we have never listened to. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's cool. It's a, it's a, not eclectic, but it's like not the same sound all the way through, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's fun to switch it around. Not really like uh bow down to a certain genre. Mm, I know yeah. that's not like a unique thing to say at all, but um, we, we all listen to and appreciate like a fuck ton of different types and styles of music. So like we hope to kind of draw from whatever, whatever, right. if it, if it sounds cool to all four of us and we're, we're going to go, we're going to go with it. It doesn't right. need to be like a, does this really sound like us or whatever <laughs> type of thing? Are you, are you the same way with your band? Uh, yeah. Is it like, we want to sound like this? No, it's, yeah, it's the same way. It's like, whatever direction we're going in, it's going to mm-hmm. sound like that. It's not, doesn't have to sound a certain way. Yeah. Really? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little more fun that yeah. way, I think. A little more organic. Yeah, it's not, you know... What are you, what are you trying to do with being so rigid to a a, a, a certain sound? Be like Trying to get people to chant along. I guess so. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, trying to, you're hey. trying to get famous on TikTok. You're trying to get a TikTok Ooh, song. Get a tick. Yeah. That's mm. what the new thing now is. It's yeah. like this. I, I want to write a, a catchy song that will uh, blow up on TikTok. And then my musical career is. Uh, Set it and forget all it. All uphill from here, baby. That's, that's right. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I was going to say that I noticed y'all had a, a, a trumpet on some of y'all stuff, some of y'all songs. Yeah, dude. And so I was going to say y'all are by definition now a, a ska band. Oh yeah. Do you think you got a trumpet? Just, just one. Okay. Well, dude, our, uh, old guitar player, ex ex guitar player. He left in the summer to start a family, had a baby today or maybe late last night. Oh, Congrats. I haven't seen any pictures yet. But yeah. oh my, my point is that he he played the trumpet on those mm. uh, with those parts. Okay. He he like very good trumpet player. Yeah. Westmore, shout out. <laughs> New father. Shout out. First one in the band to have a child. Respect. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Respect. Shout out to Wes. Yeah. Uh man. Mm. So you it's think, go on. You think you think you're gonna have? You think you're gonna have children? Ever? Do you have children? I don't, I don't have children. I don't think so, man. I I'm sorry know. if I judged you too quick as someone who doesn't. Have <laughs> hey, children. man, I got a podcast that doesn't make any money. Yeah, it'll make. Hey, dude, it'll make money uh, after this. Thanks, episode. John. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I got so many like my thing is like passion projects, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Hell yeah! I don't know. What do you what do you what do you do for work? Uh, what do you do before, right I, before you started this? I'm a uh, software developer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah. So, Nine to five. <laughs> yeah. Nine to five style. Yeah. Salary. So, yeah, salary. All right, cool. Yeah, then uh, easy transition from software developer to. Uh, podcaster no <laughs> rush right oh shit no Dude. rush on making it your main income yeah right oh uh, man is uh is art your your main income no no dude no uh, at one point i think it was yeah um no i painted uh, a living room for uh my friend's in-laws today mm-hmm yeah, it's uh, it's been like odd jobs like that. Like, I got really into handyman stuff like yeah. a few years ago, and then I have just been working for myself, like driving around and doing like painting and uh, like mounting TVs and stuff like that for people. And uh, it's fucking tight. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Is it? Do you have your own like LLC or? No. I should so I can say I'm a I'm a business owner, but I don't uh I don't wanna hire anybody. <laughs> I just want it to be me. Okay. I don't wanna be someone's boss. That sounds like it miserable. I, and I also don't want a boss. So uh wait, what what would be the benefit of LLC? I don't know. <laughs> I just get get to say. Just the name, I guess. That I get man, now you're kinda of getting me excited, uh Sam, uh, meet people at bars and say I'm a business owner. John and Sons. John and Sons. I don't know. <laughs> and, it's, no. and, it's just, and it's just me. Yeah. Garrison and Sons. Mm-hmm. I sent. Uh, I sent. Um, whenever you sent me your email address, I sent a, an invite to the wrong email address to just John Garrison at Gmail. And so I was like, well, we might Dude, fuck that guy. We might we might get just John Garrison, the other John Garrison showing up. Dude, whoever I want that. Give that to me. Yeah. There's a I wanted the John Garrison.com for my art website, but that got taken. There's another John Garrison 
artist in Chicago. Uh, he is an older dude and he does like mosaic paintings of like outdoor, uh, like, uh, I don't know, look like, like, uh, popular locations in Chicago. And every once in a while I'll, I'll get an email from someone and it's like, Hey, I'd really, I'd really love to buy that, that painting I saw in the window up on, uh, North, uh, Broadway yeah. street. Just um, PayPal me. Yeah. And I'm like wrong, wrong John, dude. Oh, Sorry, wrong John Garrison. Oh no! Look at my art. Come on, completely different style. Come on. <laughs> I was gonna say just yeah, just be like yeah, just PayPal me a thousand dollars and just just take it. Oh, that could get messy. That could get messy. Yeah. yeah you you have a more demonic mind than I do. I don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm you know. Uh, do you watch? Do you have HBO? Uh, Max, yeah. Do you watch Succession? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm in that mindset of like. Okay. You you are you caught up? I am caught up. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Are you caught up? Same. I'm caught oh, up. Man, we don't it's have good. we don't have to do. We can talk after we stop recording. But man, that's one of the best shows. Love love that show. Mm. Um, one thing I like to do is a lightning round of questions. Okay. And lightning, uh, yeah. lightning is a uh, subjective. So, you know, you, you take it. Uh, I, I can go as slow as I'm, you can I'm go as slow as you want. You can go as fast as you want, okay. you know, whatever it's, this is John's John's oyster, you know? Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. Um, have you lived in Chicago your whole life? I've lived in the city of Chicago for 10 years and mm-hmm. grew up in the suburbs in Naperville, Illinois. And you're in Birmingham. You're in Alabama. I'm in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Mobile, Alabama. All right. Have you been where to you, Mobile? Where you, no. Uh, have you gone from New Orleans to Florida? Yeah. Yeah. You pass it? Yep. Okay, word. So where do you, if you're trying to go see a show in town, what's your closest city? Is it New Orleans? Uh, Tallahassee or something? Yeah, New Orleans is good for (laughs) for bigger shows. Birmingham is getting better for bigger shows, but that's like three and a half hours away. So you're out out there. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the what's the furthest you drove to, to get to a show uh, that you want to see? Shit, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Saint Augustine or Gainesville. So like seven, oh, okay. seven hours, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Not insane if you're used to driving. You know. Yeah, you seem like someone who would be uh, have no problem just driving yeah. uh, all day by himself. Yeah, man. Yeah. I can just I can just sit in a room by myself all day. That's all. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh shit. Um. Okay. What's um. I don't know. What's the most Chicago thing you've done recently? Then. Question one. Um. I got two hot dogs from Portillo's, and I ate them. Damn. That's pretty. That's, that's that's pretty Chicago. That's man. Chicago as fuck. Oh, uh, my girlfriend and I went up to the 95th floor of the John Hancock building, the signature room. Have you ever done that? Mm-mm. It's fucking sick. Uh, you don't need a reservation. It's just like a bar up there and you go, you take the elevator up. And if you go in like a very non-busy time, you can maybe you have to wait a second, but you can like sit by the window and it's like uh you're very high up there and uh, the drinks are expensive, yeah. uh, but worth it. If you're trying to have a little memorable moment, this is not the Sears tower. Something not the Sears tower. I think you need expensive tickets to get up that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Uh, okay. What's a uh, question two? what's your favorite truck stop slash gas station on the road? Um, Uh, anything cool. Do you know in Europe you have to pay to use, or in Germany you have to pay to use the bathroom and rest stops? Mm-mm. 
yeah, you you have to pay like a fifty euro, uh, cents in euros, whatever. I forget what that is. Damn. Um, but then you, sometimes you get a little coupon back. And yeah. You, that and you're like fifty cents off your item if you get an item too. Your schnitzel. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, Americano because they don't have uh, like coffee is totally different there too. Um, uh, I think Seven Elevens. Seven Elevens always uh, very reliable. It's a good one. It's classic. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like a truck stop uh, mm. aficionado. We just toured with Rat Boys. Yeah, you know that band, and they're mm. like, they really like Bucky's. Bucky's, yeah. And they're like, Buckies, we're going to go as many times as we can. And they, I think they, Anthony from Kalimasi just drew a little Rat Boys uh, Bucky's uh, graphic for like a hat in there. I think that's a new merch item. That's not, that's how much they love Bucky's. Damn, dude. Yeah. That's, I uh, usually, Bucky's is a big one I get. Uh, Wawa uh, Sheets okay. is, is big. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your worst border slash customs experience? Um, well, one time we tried to get into Canada from like New York. Does New York State touch or like Vermont or something? We tried to get into Canada for like a few shows and uh, one, so, some, of the, some of the bands... I don't know what just keeping privacy. Someone in the band had like a, a shoplifting record Ooh, from like <laughs> when they were a teenager. And uh, I don't Canada like said, uh, fuck no, dude. Yeah. You're not allowed in here. So we had to cancel uh, three shows in Canada. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, the Canadian border doesn't like, uh, any Americans. sort of any, that that yeah but like any sort of like uh in friend uh any sort of law breaking law breaking in 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 whatever you know yeah yeah capacity. That, was, that was a bummer uh crossing it into tijuana was pretty fun because they like did this giant x-ray i mean because we played like in san diego and then yeah. you just drive like a little bit south into tijuana for one one show but they did this like giant x-ray of the uh um van and we we got to say it was a uh, international tour <laughs> yeah man different country yeah dude oh shit uh, uh yeah <laughs> we we just we just had to do like customs stuff mm-hmm. uh when we flew in and out of um, like Europe and it was, it was kind of, it just like we had, it took 24 hours to get home. We, we cut the, we cut the tour short. So we flew out of London, uh, layover in Paris and then flew to Chicago. And like, there was like a customs thing in Paris that we had to do. And like, and then when we got to Chicago, we had to wait in like an, uh, we had landed it was 24 hours of f- flying, all just like jet lagged, tired, miserable, uh, broke, trying to just wind up, finally right. be home. And we just had to stand in this line, like right when we got off the plane, like to go into customs. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how the system works, but uh, we live, we live in Chicago. Can we, we, we all have apartments here. It's uh, we're not, trying to declare anything but <laughs> that was pretty miserable just because we were so fucking tired and at least i was uh, and just wanted to go home mm. yep that was my uh, lightning answer for that <laughs> one. <laughs> oh man um what's your uh what's your favorite regional beer uh i listened to the toby jag episode this yeah. and uh um i don't know brands i think um what's uh what's that one the the really old one that like starts in like indiana and east you can get it yingling yingling yeah yingling is good yeah yeah that's a good one we 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 get that down here yeah i'm not like a big beer guy just uh but I, i have been trying to like 
drink slightly nicer beers because they kind of make you feel a little better in the morning yeah and, like just fucking pbr have you did you find that when like as you grew older yes you're yeah. like uh I'm I'm trying to get away from uh, rock gut, you know, and just like trying to get away from what rock gut, rock gut, yeah, yeah. just like Ugh. drinking like fifteen PBRs, and then you feel just like oh, I feel like my inside is yeah, it's rotting. Yeah. yeah, the the beer in uh, Germany is is great. It's very free and it's very flowing, and it does it make you feel like shit. Did you get like a big stein thing a huge um, no they just like hook it up you know they're so like nice to vans there oh wow you know, with food and like like kind of unlimited beer for the most part yeah mm-hmm. yeah all, all the all the beer they gave us i liked and made <laughs> me feel good so <laughs> oh shit um do you have a most expensive t-shirt that you bought Oh, dude, that's a really good question. I kind of like a good t-shirt. Me too. Yeah. I, uh, ah, shit. I feel like I just bought a, a really expensive one. Not like really expensive. I bought like nice shirts for like seventy bucks, but not t-shirts. Right. Uh, I bought I bought a Boogie Nights uh, t-shirt. I think it was like twenty-five bucks uh 2530 i guess which isn't that much um but i you know the app depop yeah i have this like um there's like this vintage m&m shirt where uh he has like the rapper the the rapper yeah and uh, he has a mask on and he has like a chainsaw okay from like an, an early tour shirt yeah uh, and I, and I think it's like a hundred bucks and I want it. Oh, I'm not, I'm probably not going to get it. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying that I want it. Uh, Wait, what's, what's your most expensive shirt? I bought like a, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast before, but, uh, I went when I was on vacation in New York one time, uh, I went to the billionaire boys club Okay. Have you heard of this company? No. It's Pharrell Williams. You know Pharrell? Yeah. It's his like clothing company. Okay. So I went to yeah. his store in New York. Unexpected uh, from you, but maybe that's a side that I... Uh, you don't know that side, John. <laughs> maybe you're a streetwear guy. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, I bought like a $100 t-shirt from there. Did yeah. it just say Billionaire Boys Club on it? Uh yeah, pretty much. It's a nice shirt though. Okay, like, yeah, quali- dude, quality of shirt. Those those expensive shirts do fit nicer and a uh, little better material and yeah, yeah, you, you look a little sexier. In them. <laughs> right, you feel sexy. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like I streetwear has like I'm not really a. I, I don't really uh, want to buy streetwear stuff. So I, I don't know. That's probably the most streetwear thing that I bought. Like that yeah. shirt. Okay, cool. So Just, do you get compliments on it from people? People, people like, like it. Yeah. Ooh. This guy's got money. <laughs> younger, younger generations are like into like uh, shoes and maybe they always have been. I don't know. Yeah. And like, but like, yeah, like reselling, like, uh, like you're talking about Depop. It's just like, yeah, people are just flipping, flipping shoes and all sorts of stuff that too, too, uh, too expensive for, for me. Yeah. I I saw someone with a, a Gucci mask, mm-hmm. uh, like a Gucci face mask. Yeah. I don't know if it was real, but I was like, that'd be kind of, I kind of want that <laughs> just cause yeah. I'm not someone that like. I found out what Gucci was and like the significance of it in like the past couple of years. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not like a fashion person. Um, and I just think that would be kind of a, a funny thing to do. Just be like, yep. I'm a Gucci mask motherfucker. Okay. I care. I, I care. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. You care 
about other people and health, but you uh-huh. also care about fashion. First and show, showing my status. Right. For almost you care about fashion almost more than the health of others. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's uh what's your perfect pizza? Um uh free pizza is always really nice. I am not picky about pizza. If someone hooks up the band with some free pizza or someone offers me some, that's usually hits the spot. Um, uh, deep dish is really good. Pepperoni, Aldi pizza. Have you ever had the frozen Aldi pizza, like the mama cozies? No, I've not. Oh, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, like six bucks and um, we'll feed you and whoever's at your place. And I think, I think it's great. Yeah. I like uh, I like the Costco pizza. Have you ever had Costco pizza? Not that I know of. It's great. Yeah, it's like affordable. It fills you up. It's familiar. <laughs> it's familiar. It's always I I pretty much always have one in the freezer, like just in case I'm feeling lazy one night. Mm. <laughs> okay, to to keep with the, <laughs> with the perfect pizza, what's uh what's your what what do you want on your tombstone? Um. What do I want on my tombstone? Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, maybe uh, all the awards I've gotten in my life, or the accolades. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do people still get tombstones? I think some people do. I don't. What want would? I'm deflecting. What would you have on your on your tombstone? I don't. I'm gonna get cremated and scattered. Okay, somewhere. yeah. I think I would I'd probably do that or donate my body or yeah. something like that. Donate and then whatever's left over, cremate, throw wherever. Yeah, it kind of depends on like what, where I'm at mentally in my life. So, uh, if I'm old, I don't know. Like I kind of want it to be something funny, uh, or m- maybe like death is such a like thing that's always on my mind um, that I have like a pretty I'm like really scared of, but also sometimes it's like pretty funny to yeah. put fun at because um, I'm I'm pretty sure that we're all kind of. Uh, we're all pretty fucked once it's once it's over. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. at least where I'm at spiritually in my life. Um, so it'd be kind of, I mean, I think it'd be kind of funny to just make a joke of yourself and make a joke of your life and just right. be like, yeah, well, it's over. I don't know. Pretty much, man. Mm. Yeah. Feel the same way. What, what did What did you say? that you would have on the tombstone i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna just get cremated in oh yeah okay yeah uh and then where scattered where Mm. and who's gonna scatter it your your children uh i guess so if i get if i get kids your animals, <laughs> yeah. Your your best friend. Maybe 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 make necklaces for for my animals and put little bits of me in each. Yeah. Each uh, necklace. Yeah. Uh, Cremation is kind of uh, like uh, it's kind of it's like kind of sad. It's like you're for sure dead now. <laughs> you yeah, know man. I mean? Can't get more dead. Cremated. Like if any hope of uh, some kind of spirit uh, <laughs> staying alive or some kind of something, nope, you're you're dead as fuck now. You're not coming. You're not coming back. This is permanent. Are you talking about just like being buried, like people used to do during the plague, where they would tie tie you know your a string to your foot and a bell would be up there and you can ring it. Oh, if you're still alive? Yeah. I d- I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah. Well, and then, it, you just have to, then you just have to ring it, and then yeah. someone comes and says, oops, okay, sorry. Hopefully somebody comes and digs you up, yeah. You were just sleeping. That's an, that yeah, that an old school thing. I guess, yeah, because they, they didn't have a way of knowing. Right. Oh, then I would. that's what my tombstone would be. be like, 
uh, little bell <laughs> that's like constantly check ringing. the bell yeah <laughs> it's ringing like <laughs> like uh get get down here <laughs> what the hell oh, i have shit. more stuff to do with my life i have more tv to watch yep. succession there's like two more seasons left of it um yeah, yeah b- bunch of music i haven't listened well no i'd rather watch maybe it's a bunch of yeah i want to finish succession before i die yeah i think, mm, I think that's a good goal i think that's an uh obtainable goal too thank you yeah Thank you. You think I I look very healthy and that I'm uh, on on the right path. I think so, man. Oh, shit. Well, John, uh, you know, uh, stay on for a minute, but you had options, but you decided to talk to me, and I appreciate it. Uh, No problem. Hell yeah. No problem. You're you're so welcome. Ah. (laughs) I had so many other options. (laughs) Hey.